Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 86 of the 167 podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor at the Porch Community Church, and I'm here with my good friend, media pastor, and epic preacher, Joshua Harrell. Hey, Josh, how you doing? Hey, Shannon, how's it going? (laughs) It's going okay. Yeah. How about you? It's pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. 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 So we're doing some pre-recordings because of the holidays and mission weeks and all that stuff. So we are just post... Fourth uh, of July yeah, and July all that 5th, stuff. Yeah. So <clears throat> we might make some. In- well, we will make some Independence Day and and different kind of conversations today. That's where we're headed. Yep. In that mindset. Um, but you uh, preached your first sermon this past Sunday, which would have been July third for us. Right. So, right. Right. Um, what was that experience like? It was very nerve wracking, mm-hmm. and it wasn't for me. It wasn't talking in front of people. Mm-hmm. It was. The weight of yes. sharing the gospel yes. to people. Yes. That was the toughest part. I think I said in a text to you, or, or I can't remember if it was out loud or in a text, but it was, uh, it might have been afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I told you there's a there's a different, it, it's an it's really difficult to explain to someone. It's not like getting up and and giving a presentation or right. a speech. Um, it, it is it comes with a spiritual weight mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. That is very hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So I could see how you could only work two days a week and then... <laughs> <laughs> can, can you please um, um, just make sure, retract that I, that I only work two days a week? Oh, I'm kidding. You work all the time. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Um, but no, that was a, it was a great message. Um, and I thought you uh, did very, very, very well as far as just, you know, the the mechanics of of mm-hmm. delivering the message. I mean, obviously you put in your work for your exegesis, you know, yep. your your study of the word and, and um understanding it, but um I, I just I'm really proud of you. Well so. you know, if it if people got anything out of it, it wasn't because of anything I said, it was because what God wanted me to say. Yes. You know? Amen to that. And it it's funny like it just kind of worked out to like some that's kind of been something you know we've talked about in staff meet kind of like getting people trying to get people to get involved and Mm -hmm. and using what god has given them Mm -hmm. has been kind of something that we've talked about a lot in staff meetings and you talked about the parable of the talents yep so yeah you know of using what god has given you to help grow the kingdom of god yes and that's been kind of um i don't know in my brain heavily for the past year just sitting there in your mind so so it was very like god ordained that it worked like it was a parable series that you asked me and then there's like one of the first parables i read something happened in the sports world and it's stupid (laughs) no one cares that usc's leaving the big 12 Uh, but um, (laughs) they're they're in the they're in the pac 12 whatever and they're going to the big 10 i believe who cares? It's West Coast football. <laughs> they don't matter. But, um, and it was one of the first uh, parables that I, I, I mean, I read them all. 
but it was actually one of the first three I read. Yeah. Was the Parable of Talents. And I was like, oh, this kind of lends itself to this. Mm-hmm. But let me read them all just to make sure I'm not missing something that I'm supposed to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And then I just kept going back to that one. Yeah, for sure. Well, like I said, it was good. It was really good. So. Thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you for I sharing. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, well, you will definitely you will definitely have more down the road. So. Oh boy. I think the opportunities to. I, well, I think you know Kristen has had an opportunity now, and she's done some like. Mini side things yeah, like yeah. with me, uh, but she had an opportunity. I don't know, a couple months ago, yeah. a month ago, uh, to do a message, and um, she killed and so, it. Yeah. So, yeah, and I just think the opportunity to. Uh, help develop those skills and it might be something that is just like a you know it's it's like yeah i can i can do it whenever you can but you never know how god Mm -hmm. wants to do that so yeah so yeah um so what'd you guys do for the fourth uh our community group everybody that was in town got together so we went over to the mcnamara's house Uh and ate supper and all that good stuff and then went to the grow point fireworks yeah Mm -hmm. did it um did they set the whole thing off at once? No, they didn't do that this year. Yeah, because that was a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was fun. It was like an, the epic rainstorm. Yep. Um, and it all went off. And then last year, hey, Hira, the whole, the, theirs all went off at once. Did they it? Had a, yeah, that was last year. <laughs> um, I did not see one firework. Really? So, yeah, you probably we, heard several. We heard a lot. It was really funny because we haven't been feeling that great at the Patterson house. So we've just been kind of laying low. I don't think I have... Um, cooked as many not just me but drew as well but like meals in a Mm -hmm. row yeah without like going out to eat or you know having it brought in um in a while so we just been laying low but um uh at like eight forty nine eight fifty, 49 mallory comes in our room and going hey can we go buy some fireworks and we were (laughs) like no (laughs) drew's like no i gotta go to work tomorrow i'm not going to go no, and so it wasn't like we didn't even go anywhere. Like we just heard them and whatever. So yeah, it was very, very low key. Yeah, Fourth um, of July for the Pattersons. Yeah, so. Kara had to work on Fourth of July, so oh. so it was just me and the girls for most of the day. And then when she got done at work, we went to the McNamara's house. Yeah, well yeah. that's good. So I'm glad your community group's hanging out. Yeah, so that's good. This is a f- not to put a damper on any community group I've ever been in, but this is the best one me and Kara can say that we've ever been plugged into and a part of. I'm because, so glad. Because we're we're doing things outside of community right. groups. Right. Well, you, you're, yeah, you're yeah, community. You're living yeah. into the community and, group Which is concept. what a real community group mm-hmm. is. And I, the ones that last and the ones that thrive, that's what goes on. Yep. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad to know that. And, and I just, you know, my prayer, I know it's yours as well, is that more groups like that will form, mm-hmm. more relationships like that will form. Um, you know, we'll do a, we'll do a kind of a kickoff, um, yeah. soon in, in August. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's hello. It's not that far yeah, I away. Was, I was counting Sundays till Jesus's life and I was just like, Oh, Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I sent that, um, you know, you, well, you were in the group, but, uh, mm-hmm. so Justin and, and they were wrapping up mission week. They had, they kind of their grand finale. They kind of did a combo this year cause they always go to universal sometime, sometime during the summer. Yeah. So they just did it as like the end of the mission week. And I knew they were on the bus back at whatever time of the you know, morning. The eight or, yeah, and yeah. I was like, Hey, just in case you guys thought that everyone was going to take a break, it's four weeks and like three days until Jesus's life or something yeah. like that. I can't remember the, the number. <clears throat> and everyone was like, Oh my word. So yeah. for me, the, the, off times of the year mm-hmm. is like after fall series kickoff. Yeah. 
and then before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like that September through October, mm-hmm. like first week of November. Yeah. That's really like the low key time for yeah for and th- stuff. That's yeah. And then like right after Easter up until <laughs> May, which is like two weeks. Yeah. Which is funny because those two those two time periods. Um, I'm not saying that you're not doing stuff because you are, mm-hmm. but for me those are um developmental mm-hmm. for the down the road yeah. stuff. Like that's. Um, you know, I'm looking two, three, four months ahead into a mm-hmm. series and different, you know, things that we're going to be doing. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say it's definitely developmental time for me as well. But yeah. it, but the it's, other times is yes. more actionable with the yes. other stuff at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit little bit slower paced yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, a lot more um, face, like we don't see each other as much when we are so busy, which no. is kind of weird. Because mm-hmm. you'd think, oh, well, but we're, we're busy doing other things. Doing the things. Like, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in into July here. Uh, I thought it would be kind of good to mention a couple of uh, important things that have occurred in this month so far yeah uh for the church i mean and it's only the fifth i'm not going to read through the news of the world so we'll just talk about the porch um i don't know if we have any more sports updates that you want to have but um so july 1st uh for those who even care anymore at this point (laughs) but we uh we were officially 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 no longer part of the United Methodist Church. So everything was done. And, and even though, like, um, you know, paperwork and everything's done, but we had said, you know, we set July 1st as the, the beginning yeah. of us no longer being part of the United Methodist Church. Um, so congratulations, Josh. You got to preach the first sermon uh, at the Porch Community Church as a non-denominational church. So, wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put that in your pipe. And smoke it. And smoke it. I made the gesture of my hat, you, though, so I just like did, did a Joshism. You did a Joshism. Put that feather in your cap. Put that, Put that feather, feather in your pipe, pipe and smoke it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's spreading. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah. So, we are in a new era as the Porch um, Community Church. Um, this coming, this week that we're in right now, um, actually, I think it was, yeah, yesterday, July 14th, if you're listening to this in the normal schedule, we'll just quit saying what day it might be. Yeah. All right. July 14th, uh, we celebrated uh, our third anniversary as being the Porch Community Church. It, this will come out on the 14th. Yeah. Excellent. So, so this hey, is the... happy anniversary. Yeah. Three year anniversary to the Porch. Um, and then this coming Sunday uh, is a very special time for me personally, but mm-hmm. I hope also for our church as mm-hmm. well, um, because uh, stepping out of our previous denomination, um, the our church, I'm, I'm being ordained. So yes, my ordination are. is this Sunday, July 17th. Uh, so I'm being ordained. And then uh, are you partnering a... with the church afterwards? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, that's a good point. You need you, to remind me of that. I won't be here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Josh is like, I don't want to be here for that. That's, that's dumb. That's not true. I, I had yeah. a vacation plan. He has a vacation plan like with his lovely ago. wife. So, um, yeah, no. Um, yeah, in the UM Church, you're not a member of the local. The pastor's not a member of the local congregation. They're, past, mm-hmm. they're a part of the larger group. So I've never been a member of or ministry partner of. I wasn't a member in my other church. And I have So, yeah, I'll need to partner yeah, in ministry. Yeah, so you have to partner in ministry. I surely will. So um, No more waiting. <laughs> it's been too long. 
Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I've been holding out. I just want to check out the church and see how it was and, you know, see if there was a place for my family and if there's things we liked and, you know, that kind of stuff. So um, I guess finally I'll I'll do it. But, yeah, so Your a lot family's of... family's partner. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so there's a lot, lot going on in July um, with all that. So it's just a kind of a new time. Um, I'm very much looking forward to the, the ordination service, which will be on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're going to do it during the during the worship service. It'll it'll be a worship service with the ordination included in yes. it. So uh, maybe I might look a little bit different, but all in all, it'll be a good time. Um, so in this process, Josh, and mm-hmm. this is the word that's kind of it. I mean, it's on my mind because the Fourth of July. It's on my mind because. Obviously, we've we've left the United Methodist denomination. You know, right. is this word independence? Mm-hmm. Independence, and what does that mean? What does it look like? Uh, how does you know, what does that look like in the bigger picture? Like, as you know, our our country and, and Christianity and all that. So, who knows exactly where today's conversation is going to really go? Yeah. But I will say this, and I, I think I've mentioned it before, as we were. First of all, as we were having conversations even before uh, we left the UMC, it uh, was kind of like, do we want to go to another denomination? Do we want to be independent? Mm-hmm. That was a conversation. And as it looked more and more and more like we were going to be going uh, the independent route, I immediately, well, immediately, uh, when I saw that that's where we were headed, I talked to the ministry board and I said, hey, I understand the context by which we've been saying, you know, denomination or independent. I get that. However, I really, really think we need to consider not using the term independent when we talk about us as a church, because to me, there is a a little bit of a a Lone Ranger vibe, a we don't need anybody vibe when we talk about being independent. Mm. And so I said, let's just say we're non-denominational. Um, because we're obviously dependent on God, we're dependent on one another. Um, all those things are in place, and so I know it's I know it's a nuanced thing, probably yeah, a little yeah. bit, but I do think when you hear non-denominational versus independent, like what does that bring up to you, like in your mind? Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, for, for me. <laughs> What's going on in your head there? You're <laughs> non-denominational for me has always meant Baptist, but they didn't want to put it on their sign. Baptist light? Yeah. No. <laughs> so non-denominational okay. has extra baggage oh, okay. for me. Yeah. And then independent kind of, we don't, we don't really feel like we fit anywhere, but we don't want to call ourselves non-denominational. Mm. Okay. That's, that's interesting. Here's, I'll tell you my take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, independent has been always kind of the word for maybe a little uh, fundamental, uh, a little mm-hmm. extra. Yeah. Um, as far as like, we are not, we don't want to be part of that group. We, cause we are holy. We are even more, yeah. whatever it is, whatever. Um, the, yeah. Whatever yeah. they're staking their yeah. claim on. Yeah. So interesting. Our yeah. different viewpoints on that. So like it's e- either way, we're not going to wave the independent uh-huh. slash non-denom flag. Yeah. It's we're the porch community church. Uh-huh. That's who we are. So like, I can't think of, because of where we're at in the United States, like I can't think of another local um, non-denominational Wesleyan style church. Mm, yeah. Well, I know of one in Cairo, um, but that's kind of, that's Cairo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sh- there's probably, uh, you know, like our friends at Park Ave 
Well, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going global Methodist, yeah, so they won't right be independent now, very long. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to. So, so I guess that's where the connotation of non-denom for me comes from, because mm-hmm. most non-denom, I guess all, but us at this point that I know of locally mm-hmm. are Baptists. Locally, yeah, I guess you Baptist would. Baptist tendencies. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I have to do a little... From, local study. Well, from no local study and just looking at things. Yeah. That's that's my that's assumption. True. That's true. Well, and then there's the other thing that you talk about the the non-denom is how many people, I mean, and I'm not going to name churches, but there are a couple of churches in town that people assume, assume. are non-denom. Yeah, and they're not. Because they're... they're I know at least one that's Southern Baptist. Yeah. I mean, and you, if you hear the preaching, you would know straight away mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Southern Baptist. Um, and then... Yeah, others and, you might not know. And people assume that if it doesn't have the denomination in the name, that it is non-denom. Yeah. Or like on the sign yeah. or places, right? <laughs> how many How many people in this, even in all the conversation we've had over the last many months, like some people are like, I, I, didn't, I didn't know we were United Methodist. <laughs> I mean, there were people uh, that were at... And a, I don't fault them, I mean, because it's not like we talk about it a lot. So. I mean, there were people that... When we were downtown, that didn't know, yeah, that it was <laughs> yeah, across it was, this hallway. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. And so, some would say that that was uh, the problem. Uh, so, all you air quotes problem. I would say. No, that was, I, I, I'd say that was no. The, that's not a problem. <laughs> that's not a problem over here. So, so this whole thing about independence. Um, you know, when we talk about. Um, the you know one of the things I keep thinking of is oh we're dependent we're dependent on God we're connected to the body of Christ you know we're we're in that way and it's funny because um, you know I'm closer to people now uh, as far as like you know ministry pastors other other church leaders um, and and it's almost like before where our connection was just by name you know mm-hmm. and just by like okay yeah. yeah we're all in this thing together. But now I, the connection is by purpose. Mm-hmm. And person. And, yeah. And so I've had people reach out to me. I've reached out to different people and just like, hey, you know, praying for you, uh, you know, uh, call, calls and texts and asking one another questions and, and things like that. And so the connection in that way is deeper and, and it means something. And, you know, there's been like conversation kind of like, hey, let's somehow you know, have a group and I have no idea what that looks like or when, or, uh, you mm-hmm. know, um, and that would be wonderful, um, mm-hmm. to have something, uh, in that way that's a little more organized if, if we needed it. But so shifting gears here, but still on the topic of independence. Right. Okay. So we've talked about us, you know, you know, happy birthday, America. Um, happy birthday, Porch Community Church. Sorry, I hit my mic. Um, but I, I wanted to talk for a little bit, um, about, um, culturally, like American, like this whole idea of independence and yet being a Christian mm. in the United States, mm-hmm. what does that look like? And I would love it if, if I could have brought in someone from like, you know, Africa, or <laughs> if we could have brought in someone from another, uh, even Europe, um, Asia, especially, um, to go y'all, y'all. Y'all are special. You American Christians are special. Because I think there is a, a mixture, a, a, a connection between our independence and that, that um, I don't know, right that we mm-hmm. so strongly hold on to um, and our Christianity and how sometimes those don't 
mesh. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, almost to the point that, I mean, it almost makes us be a little uncomfortable having the conversation, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, because I'm, so historically, and I'm not a great historian, so, but like, obviously looking at history, um, you know, the independence sought by the colonists mm-hmm. uh, was good. They wanted to escape tyranny. They wanted to, you know, not be a part of that. There's the whole, you know, the taxation and, and mm-hmm. all that. And just the government overstuff. Religi- yeah. Religious freedom. And religious freedom. I mean, and that's, yeah, go ahead. Well, because a, a lot of the pure, uh, colonists and Puritans that landed here wanted to escape having to only have the Church of England mm-hmm. as the available Christian yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. And that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. So they came over here because they were allowed to worship God and Jesus the way they wanted to. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and and, and there was a lot of... Th- that is definitely part of it. You know, one of the things that you look at historically is that definite religious freedom. But then and there gold. was... Yeah, as I say, and then there was just a lot of people who were like, hey, new opportunity to no longer be part of that. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, there was definitely a, a mixture of that. Um, you know, so when we think about Christianity... I don't know uh, how many of our listeners uh, subscribe. I know a lot of our listeners listen to the rise and fall of Mars Hill. Yeah, probably um, on our recommendation. Yeah, probably. Um, so if you're subscribed, then it probably dropped. But there is a an recent episode, and I'm I'm about halfway through right now, where uh, Mike Cosper, who's the host of the show, um, is interviewing Tim Keller, Timothy Keller. Okay. Um, who's out of Redeemer or was at Redeemer Press. Mm-hmm. Um, he's retired now. He's got some health issues, but he uh, was in Acts 29 at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm trying to think what books I've read. He's this. written a lot of books. Yeah. Um, I've read a couple. Yeah. And so um, it's very interesting to listen to his conversation because he's, he's kind of talking about, you know, from his vantage point, as a pastor kind of seeing the the rise of Driscoll and mm-hmm. those things and, and and all that here's why I'm making that connection um you know I think and and I would even I would apply this to us and I know even we had some conversations just as little tiny little the porch community church of things that we wanted to okay yeah we're, we we don't want to be part of the United Methodist Church anymore but how are we going to be set up going forward because we don't want to create little fiefdoms little kingdoms you know right, little right, things right. like that because to seek, you know, talking about the colonists, talking about the religious freedom sought um, to escape tyranny is great. But when, if if the the uh, the motive is for people to seek independence, so they ha- don't have to answer to anyone, uh, to not be held accountable. Well, here's what I would say: that you look at that and that goes well. That's that person is kind of like that's the beginnings of someone who wants to be a tyrant themselves mm-hmm. in some in some form without checks and balances yeah, yeah right and so you look at the driscolls you know which, and, which is why george washington didn't want to be the first president yeah right he mm-hmm. did not want that um so to understand that is just i think really important i mean you look at cults i mean um you Ooh, know there's a new netflix and I want to say Discovery Plus or HBO Max, but there's two documentaries about Jeff Warren's that have just dropped. Uh, I, I already, I've, oh, did I've seen the one, the, the Keep Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it's and then there's another one. It's, I mean, Peacock. if you know the story, it's on okay, yeah, Ugh, yeah, it's so sorry, cults. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's in my. It, I'm watching. Yeah. It, so. so you step out of that, and 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 that's that's the danger of that kind of independence. And you go, okay, well, that's to the, that's to the nth degree, Shannon. When you talk about, okay, just because someone's independent, um, that doesn't mean they're going to go start a cult. But um, I don't know I think there's something to that. And so I'm bringing it back to let's say the average church-going Christian in the United States. Um, how does our um, our DNA as as a citizens of this country um, and independence and our rights and those things? Um, how does it mesh with our faith, uh, with the with our Christian um, faith? Um, because I, I think we can, cr- and we don't want to confuse uh, this idea of like American Christianity with Christianity in America. Mm, You see the difference? That is. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not throwing shade here. I don't think someone correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I will, you know, a lot of, there was a lot of, you know, God and country patriotic services, services, um, around the fourth, the third July or the week before. Um, and not saying those were wrong, um, I'm not saying, you know, I just, it's not something we're going to ever do. No. Nope. Um, I say that, well, I, I can't say that without, but I, I would think that I mean, in the, in the foreseeable future, that's not something that yeah. we're going to do. <laughs> like y'all could end up getting another pastor down the road one day and they're like, let's do it. You know, I, don't I mean, know. I post on 4th of July Yeah. as like an oblig, like an obligation post almost. Yeah. Like everyone else is posting. We better. Yeah. <laughs> like is is, I I would prefer not to. What what's your uh, what why do you say that? Because I I don't want to blur the lines of church endorsing. Um, American Christianity. Mm. Yeah. You know, oh, like I I do believe that God has blessed this country immensely and blesses the people in it, but mm-hmm. I I can't say that He doesn't. Like I know He blesses other countries and the people right. in it. Right. And not us above them. Like, yeah. we're not Jerusalem. <laughs> no. Well, and that's a very good point. And the but other thing is... If, if there is a team that he has picked, <laughs> it is that one. Yeah, yes. I mean, the Jewish people, whether it's the nation of... And I can't even... I am not versed in this I don't want to get all. into that. Yeah, but, yeah. So, so when you talk about land and boundaries and whatnot in, in, in Jerusalem and all that, I, I don't, the Gaza Strip, all that, I am not well versed on that. Um, but I do know that, that God has a chosen people yeah. uh, and, and they are beloved, and, and that is the Jewish people. I also know that he grafted us in. Yep. Um, and thank you, God, for that. <laughs> thank you for Jesus Christ. And and so I know that that's his desire. Um you know, I don't know how much he's he's ba- he is he's not bound by the boundaries that we set up as human beings, of course. Um, so I almost wonder in the new covenant how much those those boundaries play out. You mm-hmm. know, the the fight along the Gaza Strip um, constantly. Yeah. Um, you know, for that I, I don't even know. But <laughs> so, um, and you talk about being blessed. I think that's really important to note because. As this great independent country that mm-hmm. you know has built itself up into the greatest of countries in many ways, um, is what are we doing then with that power? What are we doing with that blessing? Following in the footsteps of Rome. <laughs> well, we saw how that worked out. 
Exactly. I mean, I mean uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you see the. I mean, the Coliseum is kind of. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Last time I was there, it was filled with cats. There's cats everywhere. Really? <laughs> yes. So it's been been a couple of decades, but I, they may have rid them of all the cats. But they were there to get the mice. So you know. But you're right. So it's like, what are we doing with this? And and um, you know, I have a lot of. You know, I think about my connection. You know, I know this because of social media, Mm -hmm. but I have a lot of friends and even family who will post things. And it's like you obviously see where their uh, uh, direction is because of the way they post. And, you know, I I don't I just have a hard time sometimes uh, understanding how we want to fuse our Americanness with our Christianity so much that you really don't see the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a danger. And I would say this if I were a Canadian, I would say this if I were a Romanian, like it's, I would, I would, I think you should say that if you were an American that was unchurched. Mm, yeah. Saying that there's some Christianity fused into, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then a lot of people or they that, would say or that, that and Americanism like, is fused into the Christianity, and then they and then how does someone looking in try to navigate what is cultural identity mm-hmm. versus Christ identity? Yeah. Because that because sometimes that's hard to determine, especially on sun, Sundays around like Fourth of July and uh, Veterans Day and stuff like that. It's uh-huh. really hard to see where. America stops and Christ starts yeah. in, in in those kind of services. So let's let's. I think it's well. I'll say this. I'm not going to throw you in. Um, I have I have no problem on a Veterans Day um, thanking veterans and recognizing who served. Yeah. Um, kind of like I, you know, we love to bless our educators uh, yep. b- beginning of the of the school year. You mm-hmm. know, in August. Um, so in that regard, like it's not like oh. We're not going to mention military. Like, no, no, no. But, um, like singing all the four anthems of each branch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just think, like, are we, yeah. Like, what's you know, the purpose of what, being what's here? What's the purpose of, of that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, like, yes, it sounds good, but is God being glorified through mm, us singing? I don't, I can't think of a name of one of the songs. Yeah. But, yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And I think that you could even remove, patriotism from that uh, equation and throw in a lot of different things. For example, working on the um, uh, my ordination service on the 17th, um, you know, one of the things I wanted to be very, very, very intentional about is that the focus is on God (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um, it's on his kingdom and his purposes and I am honored uh, to be for for the leadership of our church to mm-hmm. to ordain me, and I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Um, but the focus of the service is not on Shannon, right? Uh, it's on it's on who God is. It's on what does ordination mean, and what is that setting apart, and what is that calling for? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not about the person yeah. uh, being ordained. It's about the the calling and who is the one that's given that calling. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you can remove that. And do the same thing with, so is it really, is it beneficial to the, the worship experience to sing the Air Force um, That's the one song, that was in my know, head, too. Or, you know. Because um, it's like the Wild Blue Yonder or something. Yeah, I mean, love the Air Force. Yeah. But, you know, that kind of thing. It's like that Pilots that are connection. super cool. Yeah. So it's like that, 
that strange connection between, and we could go, we could go down a, it, I wouldn't even call this a rabbit hole. I'd call this like, well, I'd call it an elephant hole. I think that'd be fitting. Um, if we start talking about Trumpism, you know, Donald mm-hmm. Trump and how he was so lifted up and is still continued to be lifted up as, um, you know, God's select, um, God's anointed. Um, and you know what? Like, listen, every position, every, you know, there, God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that, that doesn't, his sovereignty is not in question here. Um, but I think, you know, there's a difference between a calling in a person's life. And I mean, someone can have a calling and never have a position. Mm-hmm. Someone can have a calling and never have a, an elected position in the government mm-hmm. or in an organization or whatever. And they just have a calling in their life. And I think those are different. And again, I think that's a one of the examples of the fusing of, you know, God uh, calling someone and then someone being put in a position and God uses them. Mm-hmm. Um, God, God works through them. And or makes an wants. example out of them. <laughs> right. Um, and so, I mean... This could go. I t- I said to Josh before we started this. This could go. Yeah. Who knows where we're going with today's conversation? Because all right, let's come back to this. Because talking about confusing American Christianity with Christianity in America, because Christianity in name your country, it it should be the same. Mm-hmm. Whereas American Christianity looks a lot different than those Christians who are practicing it in uh, sub-Saharan Africa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just is, you know. I mean, uh, I I don't know that for a fact. I'm I'm not there, so I can't. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm I, not there I assume either. It, I assume it looks a lot different. Well, I know they didn't have a God and Country service this past week. No, but do they do that on their Independence Day? Mm, I I don't know. I don't know. I just it's it, the American Christianity is not is, is way different than yeah. most. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But um, I'm willing to go go down that odds road are just to, <laughs> yeah yeah because here's the thing about all right hello in case anyone didn't know the basic precepts of christianity are are pretty simple actually um you find them in the old and the new testament um here's a basic like precept this is like how you carry out that faith an old testament example is in micah 6 8 and it says this is a very well-known verse for a lot of people it's probably cross-stitched on something and what does the lord require of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Right? That is an Old Testament example. This is how you walk out your faith. Where when, yeah. when I went to a like a Christian like elementary school, uh-huh. that was done by our church. Micah six eight was engraved on the paddle. Like the reference. No way. Yeah. Seriously. To act justly, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever have that paddle? No, no, no. no. I was more terrified of my like getting in trouble and then going home. <laughs> You're like, so go I would, ahead and spank me if you want, principal, but I'm going to get it a lot worse when I well, get Well, no, home. no. I was so afraid to get in trouble at school because because getting it at home was going to be way worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So that's Micah Succeeds on the Paddle. Wow. Yeah. 
what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and love mercy and to walk humbly with our God. Here's what we know in Matthew 26, right? Jesus articulates the two most important characteristics of being a follower of his, of being a Christian. It's to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, right? He says it's the first and most important commandment. And the second is like, he says, it's to love others as much as you love yourself, to love others. So all the law, he's, he goes on, he says, all the law of Moses and the books of the prophets are based on those two commandments. So when we talk about American Christianity, I will just go, I think we tend to talk about, we can talk about evangelicalism a little bit, I, you know, and then you go into, when we start talking about American Christianity, I think what we tend to mean is like white American Christianity. Am I wrong to say that, Josh, do you think? I don't know, because I've not been taken out of this American church system very much. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, I just wonder, like, when, uh, again, I mean, this is where you wish you had other people here in the room with this. It's like, when you hear American Christianity, do you think of people that are not white? <laughs> or, I mean, is it pretty? Is it a pretty Caucasian-driven um, deal? And, and that, to me, again, this is the deal with, with talking about... Uh, you know, our nationality and all that. It, it, it comes with so many. I think, nuances. I think that's, I think that would have, uh, splintered in the last couple of years. I would hope, but I don't know. Because, I, well, no, 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 no. What I mean by that is like American Christianity mm-hmm. would probably be like summarized as being more white now. Oh, than okay. it would have been okay. two years ago. Okay, okay. I was saying, I thought you were saying it's gotten better. No, um, it's. I think it's gotten worse. More polarizing. Yes, I, I think, I think everything post COVID has become more polarizing. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking last week about either or. I think every almost everything is either or. Wow. Yeah, that's very true. So, and I do, and I do believe that, um, like. Christianity is being attacked, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's becoming less and less popular to be a Christian. Well, instead of um, pouring out, I feel like a lot of churches are, like, turning inward and protecting themselves. Mm. So that American Christianity is kind of hunkering itself down huh, and, yeah. and is putting up, like, walls. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I think I think you're you're kind of right. I and I don't think and I don't think that's the right response. I, I mean, I think instead no, it's of definitely hun- not the right response. I think instead of hunkering down and going, we're going to protect us, it's to actually to go. We need to examine mm-hmm. ourselves and go. Are there things that need to change about how we're carrying out our faith in day to day life? Mm-hmm. Um, and that would include, you know, how do we how do we worship? How do we invite? How do we make ourselves known to our community, um, mm-hmm. all those things, instead of the hunker down mentality, yeah. you're right. Um, I think it should be an examination. And so I would say that to someone who maybe is listening to this and going, well, gosh, Shannon, you seem to kind of be, you're kind of buttoned up against some of my, my thoughts. Like I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm a faithful believer and I'm very much a, a, a faithful American. you like, and so you're trying, are you telling me that they can't, uh, you know, no, I, I think you can. I just think we need to be careful about how we mesh those together. Mm-hmm. And to. I think it's always good for us to examine mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. I don't care what it's about. Mm-hmm. 
And so and I would challenge someone to examine, yeah. like, are there some, are, are some things more American than they are Christian uh-huh. that we've thrown Christian onto and kind of made it our faith? Uh-huh. And, and then for me, this is something that I started examining when I was in middle school. Is my country more important to me than my church? Wow. Well, I'm just impressed that a middle school boy was having that, that thought process. So good job. Well, is because <laughs> well, I was sitting through I was sitting through a patriotic service and I just didn't get it. I'm like I've actually never been a proponent of patriotic church services because I just don't understand it. Yeah. Oh. And I was sitting there and I was like, Are we saying that the country is more important than Jesus? Mm-hmm. And and I think it has to be a self examination per person. I think as a church, we kind of set, we've already set a standard for the Porch Community Church. Uh, but for people in the church, you have to do that examination for yourself. Yeah. Is the church more important than your country? Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I always have to keep me being a Christ follower over being an American. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you bring up, you don't need, I don't even know if you did it, but you just bring up a good point because you are interchanging the church and your faith as the same. Mm-hmm. And I'm not faulting you for that. No, I know. At all. Yeah. Um, because it, that's how our mindset should be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we can do the same thing with our Americanism as we can with our church. Mm-hmm. And so, when, you know, when you're saying the church, you know, you're not talking about TPCC, Mm-mm. I don't think. You're talking about... Big just, C. Right. The big C, the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really important to note, too, because, again, you can take out Americanism and you could put the Porch Community Church in there or any other church name in there um, and and make it bigger than your mm-hmm. actual faith. I mean, if we get all to the root of it, it's... it Like, if you look at the base, it's just idolatry. I was just... Uh, yeah. It's... Yeah. Like... Yeah. It, you know, Fourth of July, we plug in the country. Yeah. September, we plug in our college football team. Mm. Hot, you know, like so, kids, yeah. spouse, kids, uh, the Christmas celebration. Yeah. The gifts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's whatever we put. It's it's all Sports. idolatry. It's whatever we put above Christ. <sighs> okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. So that's. I mean, but I mean, it, you're right. You're it, totally right. Yeah. It it's and you know. Some things we justify making idols of because it's because it stands for something. Yep. When we're putting like, like our our country. Yep. But when we're, children. But mm-hmm. when we're putting that something that stands for something above something that stands for everything, mm. doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm. But because it's and I mentioned it Sunday. That's profound. Something that stands for something when you put that above someone who stands for everything. Yeah then that's that's where we've gone wrong. Mm. That's good. You are about to say. And I, and I mentioned it in in my sermon on Sunday about if anything comes be- yep. before the, the kingdom of God uh-huh. is terrible. <laughs> I forgot what I said now. But, it's real bad, y'all. <laughs> but, but in our finite minds, we really reach for things that are tangible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we really don't search for Christ, he seems so unintangible. He yeah. seems so far out there that we'll never reach yeah. him. Yeah. You know, and so it's easier to put these other things ahead of him yeah. because we can we can go to these 
places. Like we can go to like a college football game. Uh, we can go see fireworks. We can go to the Statue of Liberty. And it doesn't displace Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Be, you know. Well, and that the and I would say, and I and I know I've read this somewhere before, so it's not my words. Um, but the best corrective for what's not right in the church, mm-hmm. what's not right in our individual lives, is Jesus. Mm-hmm. So the best corrective when we see like, oh, maybe we're going off here a little bit, is not more of the other. It's it's Jesus, like you're saying, Frederick Douglass. Mm. Right, Frederick Douglass. Right, he was a he he was a slave. He escaped slavery. Um, he he became a, a, a national leader for the abolitionist movement. He was a very well known orator, um, writer, uh, social reformer, uh, a statesman, and he said this quote: "Between the Christianity of this land and the Christianity of Christ, I recognize the widest possible difference." And he lived a long time ago. A long time ago. So that says a lot. Right. And so, you know, I think who I'm going to totally misquote the Gandhi quote about. Um, I don't know anything you know, about Gandhi. He, he made the quote, um, Google, if you will, do the Googles and on Gandhi and Jesus quote. Cause oh, I know, yeah. I know I some of our listeners this. right now are going, I can say it to you, whatever. But I don't want to miss say it because it's so good. But it's tr- the best corrective for what's gone wrong is Jesus. So what did Gandhi say? I like your Christ, but not your Christianity. Oof! Ouch! Yeah, yeah. I have heard that. that is the one yeah. quote I know from yeah. Gandhi. Um, and that was, you know, and, and I've got to say that it was, I don't know the, the subtext to that, like who he was speaking to and all that, but you know it was, he had witnessed how people were living out their faith and it was not, he didn't see a really strong connection to Jesus himself, you know? So there's so much that comes with, you know, a lot of this, you know, my, my pastoral, um, uh, leadership mindset, you know, I think about all these things and for me, it, it comes down to two things. It comes down to, you know, Jesus being, uh, first place always above all, but then secondly, how are we living that out for other people to see? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so because when people see me, I don't want, I don't, I don't care if they see star, stars and stripes. I don't, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can get real. I can get real. I want them to see the stripes of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but it's I'm not cheesy. wrong. I know that's so cheesy. <laughs> that wasn't in my notes. I just, that came to me. <laughs> I don't want you to I mean, to see that's Star a correct statement. <laughs> it is. It really is. I'm not laughing at the stripes of Jesus. So, Lord, forgive me. Um, but you know, when we when we take our eyes off of Jesus, what we end up doing is we end up talking a lot about things that Jesus didn't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I'm thinking about like American Christianity. When we get more and more leaning toward the American part of it than the Christianity part of it then we do start to go down these places that Jesus just didn't really go to so much. I mean, there's, there are 2,000 plus verses in the scriptures that speak about um, concern for the poor mm-hmm. and liberation for those who are oppressed mm-hmm. and justice. And, um, you know, I... I just think you, you said at the outset the blessing that our country has had mm-hmm. that has yeah 
Um, how are we using that for the oppressed, for the poor, for those who need justice and, and they are so weak and small in the grand scheme of things that they don't have it, you know? Um, They're not. You, oh, I know, I know, right? And so if if we don't, you know, a, a Christianity that looks like Jesus, then it, it acts like Jesus and it loves like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is such an introspective thing for me, um, I, for all of us. Like, it, I think it's something to check and to wonder, okay, how am I, what's just very conveniently Christian mm-hmm. because I'm... I'm doing my civic duty and going to church this Sunday. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I remember a couple of years ago, it's been several years ago now, um, but I was talking to a, a gentleman who, uh, you know, in a in kind of a, a big position here in our city, um, you know, well off, all that stuff, had recently moved, um, had a sticker on his car for, like, UGA, um <laughs> and something else and i and no it was just the uga sticker and i knew he wasn't from here and i knew he was a big supporter of another team and i was like um and he it was like his the sticker on the black like suburban thing yeah and i was like oh i didn't know you supported that he goes oh i i don't but before i moved here i asked around and i found out like what what are people driving (laughs) and and so he bought a black SUV and he and he put a a UGA sticker sticker on there because he was playing the game. Yeah, and then he and then I mean, and he was just telling me this, and I was talking about like, and then I looked at uh, there were three different churches I was going to go to. It was either going to be First Baptist or First Methodist or Park Avenue. So Mm -hmm. he's been at two of the three so far. So (laughs) and it was and and it was about like that's what you know. That's, that's what you that's do. That's what you do. That's what you do. And then you sign up for Rotary. I mean, and then mm-hmm. that's, you know, or Toastmasters. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so but, nothing wrong with those groups. I'm just saying that's no, what some people yeah. do. But, um, and, you know, like you were saying with that, you know, pe- I don't want to go there with, with that example. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> you can tell me when we're not recording. Yes. So. Yeah, so I I don't know how we wrap, bring this to a wrap up, but I just think um, you know I would challenge each and every one of us to go. All right, are there some aspects of my faith that really have just kind of been tacked on, and it's really because I live in the United States of America versus I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, and so therefore this is how I view others. This is how I desire to respond to them this is how i de- i want to use the gifts the talents that god mm-hmm. has given me that you just preached about for the kingdom of god not the kingdom of the united states not the kingdom of any other country you could put in there but i, I think that's something to challenge us and when we think about our independence um you know again the challenge comes to go all right are we so independent that we are even independent of god mm-hmm um, because that, yeah, that's where um, <laughs> failure is is going to ensue. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there's without a doubt. Yeah, because I guess the danger with with going independent as a church is is 
is and you hit it at the offset of like the Driscolls and the Colts is like if you silo yourself. Yes. And you silo the church. Mm-hmm. Like the central power is going to get more and more power sure. and they're going to be able to push the envelope more and more mm-hmm. without any checks and balances. Yep. And that's the scary part yep. of being independent or non-denominational mm-hmm. is that it 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 could go sideways quick. Mm-hmm. Without yep. e- without even noticing. Mm-hmm. Like it people could be sitting in the chair and things are going way sideways <laughs> behind right. in the back. Right. Yeah, I think that's a good point to make. Which, you know, that was one of the one of the key you know we didn't you know as far as leadership um you know goes in conversations when we were going through all this process um to leave the united methodist church was that um what kind of governance what kind of structure are we going to have in place and we had much more conversation about that than we did about leaving no that was that was like one conversation yeah and yeah the are we going to stay or go was one conversation okay time to go and then it was okay how are we gonna how are we gonna have checks and balances how are we gonna have accountability Mm -hmm. how are we gonna have all these things built in so we have elders which we call our ministry board you know we have that in place and um you know, every, nothing's foolproof. We're all human beings. But again, I come back to the point of that introspective question for all of us to ask ourselves, which is, all right, um, I say I'm a Christian. What does that mean? And and how is that evident to those around me? Mm-hmm. And um, can it be so without having an additional label to it? Mm-hmm. Right? So whatever that is, your church name, your family name, your country's name, you know, your state name, your team name, whatever. But if you're a follower of Jesus, is that evident to the people around you? And, and is that making an impact for his kingdom? Mm-hmm. His kingdom. Yep. That's what's most important. Mm-hmm. So happy Independence Day. And real quick. But better happy Dependence Day. Yes. <laughs> and real quick, because yep. I know... This thought has crossed my head during this conversation. Yep. Is uh, the Christians can't be independent of themselves. No. You'd have to connect with a body of believers. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to. And and whatever that looks like. But yeah. it is, I mean, it. You nowhere in Scripture do you see Jesus saying, I mean, you see that he went off to pray by himself, but his buddies were right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he never, like, Nowhere does he say, hey, follow me, but follow me all on your own, and you don't have to, you know, do anything. You don't have to be with other people or, you know, learn Mm -hmm. from others or serve others. Like, nah, just go do your own thing. Yep. Very, very, very good point. Yep. So. So happy Dependence Day. Happy Dependence Day, everybody. Uh, We look forward to talking to you soon, and um, I look forward to sharing uh, the special service uh, this Sunday with all of you. Um, it's, it's really, as the time gets closer and closer, I wasn't thinking a lot about it, really. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, yeah, ordination, great. It's moving um, to the front part of your brain? It's, it's, I will tell you that as I've been reading scripture and everything and, and you know, talking to others about forming, formulating the service itself, um, it is, it's, it's really setting on me uh, the, the scriptural examples mm-hmm. of of this um and the just the specialness of it and so i'm just really really humbled and Mm -hmm. and looking forward to it Mm -hmm. like i really am yeah so maybe you can sneak away from your vacation but probably not so no i'll watch it (laughs) 
you will be there in spirit. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, hey, thanks, Porch Community, for hanging with us today. We always appreciate you guys listening. So, Josh, thank you. Of course. Thank and you, Shane. we will see you guys later. See you, bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.